What's up today? Your host, it's me, Natalie, and Eric. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) So, for today's um, theme of episode, is going to be a new start, you know. So, you know, the topic revolved is, you know, you're in college now, what? Um, So, for today's episode, the structure. Uh, We're going to keep that intermission halfway point on tips that would be a shame if you knew. Um, But for the first part, we're just going to be talking about things to consider, you know, when entering college and um, like social aspects, um, just, you know, a lot of different things to consider. And um, after that intermission, Uh, Then we're going to be talking a little bit more academically on, you know, after you have decided on a college, now what? And just more resources to turn to, pretty much. So, Eric, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. It is a very cold morning, no lie. (laughs) It really is. I love this weather, though. I do. It's better than the heat, I can tell you that. That's true. That's true. So... Eric, when you, you know, had to decide on a college, um, what were some stuff that you considered? Mainly just, like, well, here's my dilemma. Like, initially, I didn't really think about going to college, so I I mm-hmm. really didn't care about the environment. But the when mm-hmm. it started taking it seriously, I was like, ah, okay. Even then, right now, I just, I really don't know. I've never really, that's never really crossed my mind. Just as long as it had, like, the, the major I'm going for, it, it, it really, that's crazy. I never really thought about that. It was a factor that never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what would you say? What would you say? Convince, tell me, talk to me. <laughs> so um, one thing, you know, just want to get that out there to all our listeners is that a lot of this information that we have is, you know, based on some research, but also just our personal experiences So for me, um, a few things that I definitely had to consider was obviously the cost. I think it's really important for our viewers to understand that um, obviously that's a huge factor when deciding what kind of college. Um, So, you know, after you've applied, it's really good to look at the financial packet and just talk to your parents, you know, go over like how much are you receiving in, let's say, grants and, um, you know, just that money that you don't have to pay back um but also how much is left over that you have to take out in either loans or out of your own pocket so you know cost is just such a huge factor along with let's say the distance do you want to be close to home do you want to be far away i know for me i really wanted to still not be too close um but definitely like a good distance where i could still visit my parents uh over the weekend let's say so you know really looking into just how far away the school is um and of course tying that into how you said environment you know like if that distance is far away is it colder is it hotter what is it like you know in the different uh seasons um so yeah those are some stuff i considered that's true. If I don't like the heat, I shouldn't go nowhere to the heat. Uh, you know, <laughs> I thought the same thing, and yet I still mm-hmm. ended up in Northridge, <laughs> where it's really hot. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so after you entered college, what did you do about, you know, just getting used to the whole environment and feeling like you need to fit in or whatever? Well, at Santa Monica College, it's not really like most most people aren't there to socialize per se you know they're just there to do okay. the work and get out and I kind of set myself with that mentality right now so it's like you know mm-hmm. you might make a couple acquaintances but there's no such thing as one from what I've seen like unless you're part of a sports group or a club then there's real the social life is very minimal over there besides like your close friends and all that but okay yeah so my mentality right now is just like you know you're there to get out and that's what it's like right now right yeah and i think that's totally like normal especially like in college like you know it feels so different from high school where you just feel like you need to be with people and you need to be you you obviously become friends with the people around you because you see them every day but in college it's so different everyone has such different schedules um it's such like a busy type of environment so it's like even if you know like people you went to high school with or any other like friend you've met and goes to a community college, the odds of you crossing paths is very minimal. Like there's, you're, mm-hmm. you're not likely to have any classes at the same time and whatnot. So, yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, definitely. I know um, Northridge is a, you know, is a very big school and there was definitely a lot of people I saw like familiar faces from my high school, but you know, after the first, let's say, semester or so, it just got a lot less um, seeing them around campus. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you recommend anything, uh, you know, to try to get accustomed to that busy life and, I don't know, maybe, like, join a club? Like, what do you recommend, you know, for our listeners to do once you enter college? Definitely not work. Definitely not work, because... <laughs> You know, okay. it's something that's going to be tough to balance, especially like mm-hmm. if you begin as a most most students begin as a full time student. So, I wouldn't recommend starting okay. off with a part time job because at the end of the day, you might end up prioritizing that job over the education. You might like where the money's coming from, or you just simply just mm-hmm. you know you feel so attached to the job where you're just like, ah, let me just focus on this, and then boom, next you know you're losing track right. of your academics, and that's the last thing you want to do. And then, you know, school Yikes, might start off very yeah. slow. You know, you're going to you're gonna fall behind. So e- even so, like, mm-hmm. but don't stress it. It's, it's a natural thing to happen. But definitely I would seek resources out, you know. Maybe, like you said, clubs. Right. Possibly join some clubs. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever interests you. There's always, like, at a community college or university, there's always going to be all kinds of clubs to join. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of exploring. Like most most of the time, the school's gonna have a website, and that website's gonna be able to explain like uh, specific clubs or organizations you can join to help. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, you always still want to enjoy your college experience, and you know, one way to do it is, you know, by just doing those extracurricular activities um, and, the, and you know, it doesn't always have to be like clubs and organizations, you know, it can be through different programs, maybe even an internship that you may be interested in. Um, but just networking in general, really important in college. Very yeah. Yeah. And, 
you know, tying that into parties, <laughs> any uh, tips or sort of, you know, personal thoughts on that? <laughs> you're in college, okay? Just You're bound to do some uh, hypothetical uh, underage drinking, <laughs> you know? Right. I just recommend being right. safe about it, you know, just know what you're taking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't exactly... Yeah accept random drinks from strangers um and then you always got to limit yourself because once you're in it you're just Period. like ah screw it i can handle it nope you're gonna end up on the floor you Psych. know like yeah 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 i think it's really important um you know just for you know our listeners out there um personally for me i was always uh, my, I wouldn't say like my parents were like too strict, but you know, I definitely didn't do too much in high school, <laughs> you know, hypothetically, <laughs> 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 but you know, once reaching college, you know, I was like, yeah, let me go wild my first year and maybe I went just a little too wild. <laughs> so, you know, just highly recommend, as Eric said, being safe, like, you know, being in communication with whoever you go with, um, you know, being staying hydrated. Definitely. Um, you know, yeah, just being safe, just trying to be smart. You know about the whole situation, like no drinking and driving, no none of that. <laughs> Take and I an know Uber. like experimentation <laughs> is like something that's gonna cross your mind. Just be careful with that because you can like hypothetically do some uh, drugs and you know drink, okay. and that might not always turn out fun. You know, that's why I say, like, mm-hmm. limitations. You always got to limit yourself. Like, be aware right. of what you're doing. Because if not, boom. Yeah, like, you're going to have a good time. But it's something you got to stay conscious of. You don't want to start off. It, you don't want to exactly. start off with a bang. You know, unless you're, mm-hmm. like, initiating. But that's a different topic. Uh, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's really important to highlight. Because, like, I think, you know, if we're being realistic, like, you know, you're kind of on your own, or at least you're just feeling yeah, more you of feel an adult. Like a type of so, independence and all that. Exactly. So, you know, you're bound to want to like, oh, why not try this, you know? But, you know, honestly, as much as like, of course, peer pressure is a real thing, like it is okay to say no. Whenever you don't want to do something or you don't want to go out, whatever it is, you know, like, you know, it's perfectly normal to just stay in as well. Um, you know, to just not give in to that peer pressure. Um, but yeah, definitely. So, you know, after discussing a little bit more about, you know, just that social aspect of college and whatnot, um, do you, Eric, do you feel like you missed out not having dormed or, you know, what is it like, you know, still just being at home? Um, how do you feel? You know, that's a very good question because that's something that has always crossed my mind. Like, mm-hmm. I've always been curious, like, damn, like, what is it like for those kids or, like, people to live away from home? Because I've never lived away from home. I've mm-hmm. always been home, you know? It feels weird to say, but that's, okay. that's true. And I'd rather, like, yeah. you know, I've always been curious, like, what's, let me get the dorming experience. So I do kind of, that's what's also kind of pushing me to continue my education because i want that like sense of freedom to an extent but like right i need my independence to feel what it's like to live away from home but you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely 
Yeah, I mean, you know, as I already mentioned before, my first year going a little crazy. Um, you know, that was just because I, I dormed on campus. Um, and, you know, yeah. that had a lot to do with my financial aid packet. So, you know, just looking into that, again, to our viewers. Or, sorry, I keep saying viewers when I mean <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but to our listeners, you know, just looking into that financial aid packet, seeing how much you're receiving and everything. But um, so I ended up dorming and uh, that definitely was just such a huge difference in my life in the sense that like the amount of friends that I made um the different activities they have on campus as well you know like Mm -hmm. those night stuff that you know you can't go to if you're commuting or you could but you know just that drive um but definitely just that community involvement that you know I felt a part of by having dormed um but at the same time like honestly like you know, if you don't have to dorm, like, perfectly fine to stay home. Yeah, you're saving money, you know, and you still, you're still going to make friends regardless. Like, you know, it's, it's not um, the end of the world, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, definitely made a huge difference for me when I dormed. Um, and honestly, highly recommend, just a little tip, um, that, you know, when choosing a roommate, for me, the easiest way was through social media. I got to know uh, my roommate. We lived together for like three years after that, but um, I got to know her through Instagram. Um, just talked to her through the DMs and direct messaging and um, felt more comfortable and you know, decided to ask her like, hey, would you like to be roommates? And you know, from there, it was just, smooth sailing so highly recommend that you know are you assigned a roommate like your first year like a random roommate or like are you able to choose so um they have like this like system where like online you fill out this little questionnaire like oh are you a morning person or are you like a nocturnal night owl you know um so after filling that out like let's say you know you come into college and you don't know anybody um, you know, they'll most likely have some questionnaire for you to fill out and then pair you up with people oh, that are similar, okay. you know, so it's, so you feel comfortable. Yeah. With people that, you know, also like to stay up late night studying or don't want to, and like to sleep, uh, sleep early. So, um, that's, what's really nice. You know, there's nothing to worry too much in the side of like, Oh, I don't even know who I'm going to like be staying with. What if, what if it's someone that's like super not like me? <laughs> so, um, that is, you know, completely normal. You know, they have a system of trying to make it more comfortable for you. Interesting. Yeah. yeah that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I think it's good to uh, now segue into our tips of it would be a shame if you knew. <laughs> so just these small little, I wouldn't really say hacks. Um, but just things to keep in mind when you first enter college that, you know, are really important um, to know, to take advantage of pretty much. So one of the first that I want to mention is um, your professor, you know, after trying to get a schedule and figuring out what classes to take and with what professor and everything, ratemyprofessors.com really helped me figure out whether that was the kind of professor I wanted to have for my first semester 
you know, and the comments, you know, really help you figure out whether like there is going to be a lot of workload or whether you do need the textbook for that. And, you know, following into that, you do not need to purchase the textbooks from like the school campus. So not all of us, but I know that's how I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> there were some little college hacks and they mentioned of different websites where you could download the whole textbook PDF for free. So save your money, you know, highly recommend just like looking up into those life hacks so you don't have to, you know, waste more money on like a $300 textbook when you could have just gotten it for free. So, you know, definitely recommend looking into that. And uh, another one is student discounts. So you'd be surprised where you'd find student discounts. All you need to show is your student ID. So that could be like for Adobe products, you know, they, it's like $20 a month for students. But I know at my school, um, they do offer Adobe for free. Like you just have to submit this application. So, you know, look into what your school has to offer with the different um, materials and tools that, you know, you think you need to pay for, but sometimes you don't. Sometimes they already cover it for you. Um, there's even like Spotify deals where like, you know, you pay for that student membership and what you get Hulu, Showtime. Um, even though there are ads, but still, that's better than nothing. So, you know, just looking into those student discounts at food places. I know on Mondays, the best thing was um, going to Chick-fil-A and getting like almost a full free, uh, almost a full meal for like what? $3 or so. Yeah, it was so great. So, again, looking into those student discounts, highly Chick-fil-A recommend. Chick-fil-A for 3 <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a steal. Any other tips that you uh, recommend? Eric? I say after a night of partying, drink some Pedialyte mm-hmm. or some Gatorade. Okay. And that will revive you. Okay. As well as, as, well as some water because you're going to wake up very, very thirsty. And you're just going to – so definitely have a water yeah, bottle right definitely. next to you when you wake up. Uh, <laughs> For sure. And then definitely from what, <laughs> yeah. I, from what I just found out as well, uh, CalFresh. So you can check if you're eligible – to receive CalFresh, and that basically is like a, an EBT card, sort of, that helps you out mm-hmm. with groceries, which can, at the end of the day, is basically like free groceries. Exactly. You know? And that's something I didn't know until like exactly. as of recently, and I was like, wow. So most of the time, like students will be eligible for that, depending, I guess, to around your maybe your financial mm-hmm. aid packet, if I'm not mistaken, or. Yeah, just like your, um, what is it like? Okay. finance assistance like whether you're a low income or um, you know there's just different uh sort of um i guess you could say standards of whether you yeah. are eligible okay. for it so yeah and then probably also like mm-hmm. with loans like there's a six-month grace period after you graduate for subsidized loans and subsidized mm-hmm. already begins accumulating interest the second you take it out but you don't have to wait to pay it off and you can start paying it off during school, which is something I didn't, once again, didn't know either. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, just to highlight on that, um, you know, loans are super scary and honestly really confusing. Um, So again, just the easiest way to remember is that subsidized does not accumulate interest while you're in college. Um, But keep that in mind while you're in college. So that's why Eric highlighted that, you know, there is a six-month grace period that after you graduate is when it starts accumulating interest. 
And for unsubsidized loans, um, you already start accumulating interest a second. And as scary as that is, you know, let's say you've got some extra money that, you know, you're not really sure what to do with it, but you want to spend it like, you know, with in a smart way, like making a choice for school or whatever, um, you could already start paying off your loans while you're in school. So, you know, it's not a bigger amount with by the time you graduate. So yeah, super important to know. Thank you for telling us, Eric. You know, not a lot of people know that. So super important. So, you know, it definitely would be such a shame doing, you know, air quotation marks if you knew all this. But <laughs> luckily, now you do. Okay, so um, after listening to those helpful tips, that would be such a shame if you knew. Uh, now we're just going to discuss on a little bit more academically about, you know, after you've decided on a college, now what? So, Eric, how did you decide um, what major to get into? And, you know, the college, like, did they... Did, did every college offer that that you were looking into or, you know, what, what was the sort so of thought gr- process? So growing up, I already knew what I wanted, like, which is weird, you know, <laughs> not everyone knows mm-hmm. that. But uh, I knew I wanted <laughs> to, like, open up, like, a restaurant and, like, a gym or something like that, you know. Like, so I was, I had, I was leaning towards that business yeah. uh, part of it. And, you know, after doing some, okay. you know, so after doing okay. some research, you're like, you know, you should just major in business. And I was like, okay, I'm going to major in business. But there's like, you know, there's like, specific mm-hmm. pieces of like uh other parts of business so it's like this business management and it's just like business other stuff and i completely like didn't pay attention to that part because it's like once i knew like i want to do business management it's like all right because i like i reviewed everything and business management mm-hmm. was the only one that made mm-hmm. sense to me so i was like i'm gonna major in that okay yeah so that's you know right. i went into that mm-hmm yeah. And did did every college that you, you know, were looking into, did they all have that? They, only a few? they all had like... that business. It's just a met, like, they just have it labeled as something else. Okay. But through Santa Monica College is where okay, I okay. realized, okay, like, it's going to be labeled differently. But at the same time, the classes you're going to be taking over there mm-hmm. can be taken here, but they're just going to be as well the same thing, labeled differently. So the problem with that is, like, once you get into Santa Monica College, right. it's best to know what school you want to transfer to because those schools require specific courses mm-hmm. to be transferred to into that specific program. Right. So it goes hand in hand. So it's best to know like oh, okay. early on so you don't just crank out your general ed and then like mm-hmm. try to do all your business towards the end because that can be a little bit like challenging with like time and all that, you know. And it's like it's like right. it's my major, so it's like yeah, I so... need to know this stuff. So you can't just like you could like, you know, mm-hmm. half ass it but you never want to do that at the end of the day. Right. Super important. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, people tell you that you still have like a lot of time, but you know, that doesn't Correct. mean to just sit back and just, you know, just wait for whatever to come to your mind. Um, but definitely keeping that, you know, sort of in perspective of like, okay, you know, how is this gonna sort of affect, you know, um, my time, in college um and you know really just want to highlight that everyone is going Mm -hmm. at their own pace you know you do not need to be um on top of someone else like oh shoot you know like 
they're already catching up and they're a year below me or something. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, everyone's going at their own pace. You know, I've definitely have met many people that are in their yeah. sixth year of college and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's because of the major they're taking and the how many courses and units that they have to have um, compared to others that are done in like three years. You know, again, nothing wrong with that, you know, just depending on the sort of career route that you want to take. So might even like continue um, to, like, to but, yeah. pursue their master's and all that, their doctorate. So that's like additional years. So it's like something exactly, you don't really have to stress yeah. about. Especially for those med students, dude, they'd be spending exactly. a lot of time in school. Yeah, definitely. Not props. Yeah, props, 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 props to y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, as Eric said, you know, super important about, you know, looking into that major, looking into that sort of uh, career that you want to take and how long it's going to take you. Um, so let's say you don't know what the difference is between a major and a minor. So, you know, a major is just something that uh, is a specific concentration or like a main field that you you want to, you know, specialize in, interested in. I know for me it was art, uh, specifically uh, illustration, because um, they offered like drawing okay. and animation and so on. Um, but a minor is just like a secondary academic discipline um, is what I was reading online. <laughs> um, but, you know, just another area that you're interested in. And, you know, there's just a few less requirements of classes that you have to take. Um, but again, still that could relate to your major, um, doesn't have to. Um, but, you know, super important to keep those in mind that like, you know, let's say you do really want to major in something, but you're also interested in another area. Like it is plausible you know to be able to um focus on both of those i know for me i was so close to minoring in central american studies because i really loved the courses that i took um but you know in the end um i just realized that you know just um it was just not for me i guess or just like the route that i would have to take with um more classes and everything and yeah. you know finances and everything i just realized like oh okay i can't <laughs> um but you know that doesn't mean that i can't still take those classes yeah. you know just for myself as part of electives um were there any electives that you know interested you eric that you didn't think they right would? now i really haven't taken any electives but i thought about just randomly taking a chemistry okay. class i don't know why it's like because I actually like okay, in high yeah, school, which is weird. So it's like you know I like doing that respect. And then my uh, counselor was like, you know, you're yeah. gonna need to take a couple of electives if you want to transfer to the specific school. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, I might just do it. And then she's like, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, I think I have to take like a an environment class or like a science class or something like that, which is I found kind of weird. But I'm like, you know, what if I have to? I have to. Yeah. And I'm like, is chemistry available? She's like, yes, it is. And I'm like, okay, so I might just take chemistry just for fun like well not for fun obviously i had to take the class but you know it's just something that for some reason i always (laughs) want to take just randomly for fun and i don't know why but so something about it you know something about it right no nothing wrong with that yeah so again you know just for all our listeners out there like what's really nice about college is that you know you can decide what classes you want to take besides the major related courses but you know your electives where you know they could vary in let's say dance or science whatever it is that you're not majoring in 
um, yeah, you can kind of explore that. Um, and then I also really want to highlight about looking into your DPR. Now, you know, at my school, that's what it was called, but oh, pretty okay, much just okay. your degree audit or your degree progress report. Yeah, exactly. So I, I know, you know, it's, so it's, like it's labeled differently at, at other schools, okay. but pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So it, I think it's really important to kind of look into that to see the requirements that you need to take for school. So again, it's just sort of like a guideline of, oh, you are still required to take um, your general education okay. in science, let's say, like two more classes. Um, but then, you know, it'll highlight like, oh, great. Now with major related courses, how many advanced major related courses that you need to take, which could be like five or more, whatever. Um, so, you know, your DPR, your degree progress report, sorry, uh, is just to help you um, sort of guide you with what classes to take for the semester, you know, and as confusing as it'll look um, on your like school portal and everything. That's why it's really important to turn to the resources that you have, which could be like talking to an advisor. Um, Eric, was it a requirement for you to talk to an advisor? It was not. Oddly, no, or... It was just more of a suggestion. But like the only time like where it was kind of required okay. was to like talk over your schedule for the semester, maybe for the year. But that's really much about it. Okay. And no one really takes advantage of that. You know, there's a lot of uh, resources or like centers that are available on campus. But no one really knows about them. Right. Well, they well they do. But they just don't take advantage of them, and like <laughs> you'd be surprised what they have to yeah. offer. Uh, like the career centers, they can help you like figure out what path do you want to pursue. Because there's there's those in in school, like not just community college, who don't know what they want to major in. They just go into school just to like continue the education, but don't really know what they want to major in. And then sometimes mm -hmm. you end up switching majors like halfway, like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. No, I want to do that. And, right. you know, like career centers like that can help you like yeah. understand what you really want to do at the end of the day. And that's, that's interesting. But yeah, yeah. With the, yeah. with the advisors, I just didn't, you know, you, you don't have to go in with them, but I recommend you do just check up on them, see what you can do differently. What can you continue to like, you know, prevent you from falling behind and whatnot. You know, so basic stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I mean, uh, you know, at my school, um, it was a requirement to talk to an advisor your first year, at least. Um, but uh, just want to really highly recommend taking advantage of that. The fact that, like, you know, you don't have to, but, you know, if you can, you probably really should. Because, yeah. you know, they're there to guide you. They're there to help you figure out with let's say your degree progress report, like, oh, great, you've already done all of this. Now you can move forward with these classes. Or let's say if you're confused about trying to get involved with school, you know, they could help you out with the different programs offered on campus. Um, or if you're really confused what you want to major in, because, you know, you don't have mm -hmm. to declare a major when you get into college, you could go undecided. Um, but, you know, just trying to figure out that career plan and everything and as you mentioned um that career center that practically every college has you know to just help you really figure out like maybe this is the route that i want to take or maybe it's not yeah, you know yeah Definitely did you know important. like directly that you wanted to study art yeah. when you went in or 
for me, yeah, I'd have to say I'd be one of the, uh, I guess you could say like fortunate ones, you know, to already know. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I still didn't have my doubts, you know, a lot in college that happens where you're yeah. just like, is this for me? You know, you're like, I could honestly just drop this class because I don't need it. Um but no, uh, you know, I stuck through with it because it is my passion. It is something that I want to continue in. So um, it, it made it easier in choosing classes. Um, but, you know, it happens a lot where I've had multiple friends where they change uh, their major halfway through, which is, again, completely normal, you know, like, got to do what you got to do if you're not liking not what true. you're studying. Um so yeah, so again, highlighting about, you know, talking to your advisors, um, let's say you don't feel comfortable or, you know, because, yeah. you know, maybe like anxiety or maybe you just, again, don't feel comfortable, um, you know, just reaching out just in general, you know, I think it is, it should be normalized, the idea of not knowing in college, because that happens a lot, you know, like, sometimes you just don't know what the next step could be. And that is perfectly normal. But I think it's important to um, sort of know the resources that you have near you, you know, like being able to, let's say, talk instead to a professor or being able to um, talk to your friends and see what Definitely they can guide don't be you with. Yeah, like you said, don't um, be afraid to talk to a professor. Like, it's very important. Like, just because like, yeah, they may look threatening and menacing yeah. or not like yeah, they're not really there to, they're not going to prioritize, like, one-on-one, you know, especially if their classes are ginormous, like, it's not going right. to happen. So it's like, you have mm-hmm. to make the effort to talk to them and hash out the issues that you think you might be having within the class. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, th- thank you for, for, for saying that, because, um, you know, I know it's really hard to, like, what do you even say to them, you know, or, like, how do you even get close to them? But, you know, that's why they provide, you know, their information on, like, let's say the syllabus um, or just maybe through an email. But, you know, just saying, like, you know, this is where to contact them. This is their availability. Um, but using that, you know, if you're confused in class or maybe may, maybe the course is so great and you want to learn more and you want to take similar classes, you know, like, just don't be afraid to reach out to them and, you know, kind of get an idea of, like, uh, what you want to continue yeah. in or just some guidance just in general again they're there to they're there to the, to help you and and like eric said you know they're not going to like babysit you obviously but um yeah just to provide that support uh for you is um you know in college but yeah definitely so with that that sort of concludes um our episode of you're in now what we hope that you all could uh get a better idea you know um it's okay if you're still super nervous uh confused completely normal um but again just know that you know you have support all around you and that you know to use it um you know to know yeah then obviously alone, like you know through the long run of the, the... There are people the show, that help you. we're gonna touch more on these topics a little more specifically so 
you know, we, we didn't get to everything like the way we should have. Yes, thank we're you. We're going to get to them, you know, so just, you know, bear with us. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. You know, we're going to be highlighting more about, let's say, the workforce or more on other resources to turn to. Yeah, thank you. And if any of you have any questions, you know, we would really love for you to reach out to us on our Instagram at university underscore pod. I'm going to say it again, at university underscore pod. Um, you know, reach out to us on there. Um, we're going to even provide a survey link, I believe. And, you know, we just love to hear some feedback about more topics that you might want to listen to, what we could do uh, better, um, you know, just some sort of pointers to, you know, so we could all help each other out. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. No, thank you. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Bye. <laughs>